Bem-vindo ao nosso podcast de Two Crazy Scoops com seus anfitriões, Errao e Antônio. Esta semana temos um visitante especial, Daniel Rojo. Vamos falar de as conspirações sobre Pancho Villa e muito mais. Desfrute. Olá, everyone. Uh, welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Eo uh, and uh, Antino. We have our, our guest here, Daniel. How are you feeling, Daniel? I'm feeling better. I was sick, and I think I'm almost cured. Nice. Nice. Well, we're glad you're doing better. Yeah. Glad we didn't have to wheel you in here. Exactly. <clears throat> I would have came. So tell, take <laughs> take one minute and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Who, oh, yeah. Who are you? Where are you from? And why are you And why are you here? And why are you okay, here? Okay. I consider myself a native to Tucson. Okay. And I like it here. I, I haven't traveled that much. But I just, I like the feel and the sunsets and the fact that it's a city. I mean, it's growing, but it's it's nowhere near the size of, you know, the major cities of the country. And, and it's a little, less activity. Uh, for me, it's less stress in the sense of, like, traffic and noise. So I like it here. So awesome. Can, that's, that's something important about me, I think. Cool. Hey, we're starting something new this week. You're our first victim. Oh, and um, okay, guinea pig. Exactly, <laughs> that's fine. And uh, we're just gonna do some quick icebreaker questions, just to kind of get good. you a little bit, you know, relaxed and comfortable, so you can, you know, we can continue with the podcast. But let's start with the first icebreaker question for you. You look like you're a little nervous. Don't be scared. <laughs> if you spontaneously <laughs> combusted. <laughs> so the first question is, what is one article of clothing that someone could wear that would make you walk out? On a date with them. As in, like, leave the date? Yep. Okay. Well, he's married. So it, yeah, he's like... married, but this is all hypothetical. Um, wow. Like, he would like never leave his no, no, wife no, no. on a date. I can base it on my past. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? Your, your past. <laughs> oh, man, um, we already lost, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One article of clothing. Uh, I don't know if I would. I'm, uh, wow. I don't want, I'm just afraid that my answer is going to be. No, don't worry. Like, push come to shove, we can always edit it out later. <laughs> <laughs> or keep yeah, it Yeah, I don't think you guys want to do that. Um, uh, <laughs> good taste. If somebody has bad taste and they're just. Some people are too flashy, whether that means with their clothes or with parts of their body. And. That's something that was always, like, to me, just a no immediately. Just an X right there. That's it. Got you. So nothing in particular, one piece of clothing. But in general, um, uh, yeah. So okay. that, that would be my answer. Okay. All right. Cool. Got you. All right. Okay. Next question. Well, if you were a wrestler, what would be your interest theme song? Man. <laughs> um I'm trying to think um hmm you do listen to a lot of different kinds of music yeah I think um it would be a it's a, it's a Spanish rock song um by Los Enanitos Verdes um called um I just like the the rhythm of the song and, and the beat it kind of pumps me pumps okay me um it's called uh, Mejor No Hablemos de Amor Okay. It's cool. It just starts 
We'll that find we'll it and we'll, guitar. we'll find it and play it quick, quick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, no. Hopefully, we don't get copyright. We'll play a cover of it. Oh yeah, no, so no. you're right. A cover, <laughs> a cover, a cover so, so we don't cover. get um, yeah, so we don't get any. Oh. Yeah, exactly. How, All right. Okay. Um, if you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Man, these are these are difficult questions. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if. Uh, well, you're not that old, so you haven't been through a lot of fashion trends. <laughs> that, that's I want to bring back baggy pants from the nineties. <laughs> Those no. never went away. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. Um, if you had your own late night talk show, who would you invite as your first guest? And it better be Aaron. <clears throat> if I had, would this be someone famous, or could it be just anybody? Anybody. Dead or alive? Um, as my first. But if they're guest. dead, they can't talk. You're just gonna wheel some coffin in. Oh, okay. Goodness. <laughs> and as my first guest. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, 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 hey. Um, huh. You know what? For the sake of it being, I would have to bring in, I would bring in somebody that's scandalous. So scandalous? Just somebody that's, that's infamous. So you can get ratings. Burn just to get off. people, yeah. And, and I'll ask, and, and I'll ask them, questions to just so how does it just feel to get to rip it started millions of people <clears throat> oh you know it actually felt pretty good until i got caught and then right. uh, you know it felt better because at least i'm getting more money from the recognition <laughs> exactly <laughs> or, or maybe somebody that's been uh that's infamous but maybe maybe un- unfairly or unjustly infamous maybe okay they've been accused or at least they claim to be accused the lightsaber kid uh, without reason <laughs> yeah right, right um right. or you know i would uh yeah somebody that's that has energy mm-hmm as well, that would, I I can't think of any hmm, somebody in particular, but that would be the characteristics of who I someone would who got accused of something. So either somebody infamous or somebody that has super high energy that'll keep the show alive. Gotcha. So not a dead person, <laughs> or somebody very hated too. Oh, oh wow! Well, just because people, <laughs> I so badly want to like, say names. First but I'm guest, <laughs> Antonio. All right, and last icebreaker question is, if a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be, and who would play you? Sad comedy. Comedy, like, that's sad. Okay, and who but, would uh, play you? Ooh, uh, <laughs> I would like uh, Jack Black or Jim Carrey. Okay. Jim Carrey. <laughs> How you doing there, buddy? <laughs> uh, that's what I have on top, on top of my head right now. All right. Are we? You want to do another one, or, or is that you it? have the last one on there? It says, "If you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be?" Um. Hmm. Hmm. That's difficult. Um. What about barbecue? I feel that anything too sweet to tacos. Oh yeah, that'd like ruin it. Over. Would, uh, I think tacos would be a good meal. Something that's kind of bland though, because you can if you eat something that tastes really good at first, then after you repeat that same flavor yes. over and over again, it you, just like it, it, it's as rich as it can be. It will be just poor. It would, yeah. It, it'll, eventually, you'll 
you'll probably be disgusted by it more. Um, maybe rice. Just rice and beans. Just, that's it. You know, I, I go back to my roots. <laughs> the thing is, though, is like, can you add stuff to it? Because that's technically a lot of Mexican dishes is like one base thing, and then you add different flavors to it. So what are we talking about here, Aaron? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't write these questions. Like, can we, like, have one thing you and can then do prepare whatever. it different ways? Or you have to eat No, like I think it has meat. to be. I well, think the question is one meal. one meal what i would say it has to be defined yeah. as a specific i would you can say rice with salt pepper and whatever else you throw in <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever you throw in rice so the duration of rice because rice you could red rice you can you can make it like you know you could eat it as rice it has a different texture okay mm-hmm. you could soak it extra and it'll be mushy but i guess if you're or you could leave it kind of dry you can burn or it. you could you could toast it yeah it, and it and it'll add slightly something different. Like if they burn and, it at the uh, bottom, and then the yeah. rest of it's like, yeah, kind of made like so, that. Uh, yeah, I think I think that would it would be rice, and and it wouldn't I wouldn't be annoyed by it. Huh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> if we get quiet, it's because Aaron's fiddling about while we're <laughs> while we're talking. Uh, sorry, he's a fiddler. I, he's a fiddler. I can't sit still. Where is your real? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, now we're gonna get into the real meat. Too. Oh no. Speaking of meal preparation. <laughs> so when was the first time you used a blender? Oh <laughs> Topics. <laughs> we brought you on the podcast, Dave, okay. uh, Daniel here, because you know, again, I've known you for, for quite some time now. Okay. Something I've always enjoyed talking to you about is conspiracies. I can't really say I've always enjoyed talking about it. <laughs> but it does seem to be a topic. Yeah, I think we we just Somehow end up there. <laughs> somehow end up there in a bad place. So, what do you think the real con- the the draw is for conspiracies then, or what are some of what you think is like popular ones? No, maybe. Oh, okay, Aaron. No, oh no, no, no. you were looking at. Me. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you were looking at me, so I was like, okay. I'm gonna close my eyes now. Okay. Okay. So I think that um, I'm not gonna talk perhaps of anything in particular, but the reason from what I've kind of. The lizard heard. people. We're going to talk about the lizard people, Daniel. <laughs> so what the lizard people want you to believe <laughs> is they want you to believe all these conspiracies except that one. Oh. Because right? okay. it draws attention away from them. <laughs> but no. Um, some conspiracies have some truth, in my opinion, have some truth to them. Um, uh, the reason that I believe, I and I heard this argument and I about conspiracy theories and I believe it to a certain extent is that no everybody but everybody wants to be different to a certain extent so if they believe in a conspiracy it kind of does make them different right they're mm-hmm. not the they're not the mainstream of people yeah the funny thing is that the mainstream of people believe in conspiracies <laughs> yeah um there's different types um I guess they're all another thing is that some way somebody was wronged and people could kind of uh, they could they they feel they could point the finger at somebody uh-huh. many times. Yeah, because and 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 we as humans we just like to do that. Uh huh. Like filling in the blanks. Yeah, exactly. When we when something just maybe it, lots of times it happens with tragedies and things like that, and and it's hard for also to, for people to accept mm-hmm. um, the apparent truth. Yeah, because I believe that some of them do have some hint. 
a fact mm-hmm. into them as well. Uh, but yeah, I think um, the funny thing is that a lot of people believe them. It's not does it really make you special? It makes you almost as anybody else. <laughs> it's yeah. the irony. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought it's interesting because even recently now, with all the media and everything, they're just uh, kind of going over past conspiracies and trying to figure out why everything's happening the way it is. Uh, but yeah, like you were saying, it's you got to blame somebody. So. And sometimes it's just a way to cope, even if you know it's not true. Yeah. You're like, I just, it's just a way to get some weight off of you. So we just wanted to use this podcast right now to start a conspiracy. So I have one. Oh, go on. <laughs> no. All right, Aaron. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I believe it already. No, but the, I think one of the things with conspiracies now is that um, with the spread of social media, internet, theories that maybe weren't necessarily so widespread, but maybe were kept within certain communities to now spread. Um, so it's interesting. It's just an interesting time. Yeah. Um, Cause they can spread pretty easily. But uh, one thing I will say though, is that um, first of all, if you break down what a conspiracy is to conspire, all it means is to make plans secretly. Mm-hmm. So for example, me and you can conspire to surprise somebody with something, you know, conspire is just mean that we're making the plans, right? Sure. A conspiracy theory is people trying to figure out who conspired to make something happen. But the way the media is set up, anybody a conspiracy theory has a bad connotation. So anytime the media want to dismiss something, they'll just call it a conspiracy theory. Yeah. When it may or may not be, you know. True. So that's like what that makes time it interesting. That they found a finger in the Wendy's chili. You remember that? I. I don't remember that, but oh. I'm sure someone they conspired. Uh, anyways, we, we can move on. Just a finger. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? You know, but you brought it up. So. <laughs> Are we I want to know. So who conspired <laughs> to put that finger in the window? I don't chili? know. I don't know if it was a real finger or what happened, but they supposedly someone found it in their chili. Mm-hmm. And uh, it ended up that they put it in the chili when they ordered it. So, so that's a conspiracy. Yeah. Now, the theory would part would be who <laughs> put it in there. That's the theory. That's what we always call Wendy's finger food. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. This is a true story, though, despite the joke. It is a – It's a. you look it up on the internet. I will. It yeah. was a long time ago. I mean, I, I was a kid, did and we used a, to eat at Wendy's all the time, and I was like, no way. Did they take a picture of the Yeah. Oh, the I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's like a garnish. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the to the topic, though, I think there's <laughs> I think there's a lot of conspiracy theory, a lot of conspiracies that we don't even know of because some people are very crafty, and they're very intelligent. Well, that's the thing and, is, and you the good ones they don't get people don't yeah you know they could be right under their nose they don't even know. Mm-hmm. That well, the that reality happens. of the situation is there's a lot of things going on that there is no attention to, and every day, like you wonder, why are you paying for this or that or something, just weird things like that, mm-hmm. and then you realize that those are more of distractions than anything. Yeah, yeah. So it is make for good entertainment. I think it's just some people kind of take it a little too far. Yeah, and and who knows? I mean, there there I believe that there's some degree of truth to something. Um, Either perhaps it's just, you know, maybe it's incomplete information uh-huh. or kind of conjectured or put together. Uh, but there has sometimes th- there's usually at least a hint yeah. of truth or per- sometimes the motives behind um, certain thing behind um, behind certain events are the motives that certain people have are attributed to an event. 
mm-hmm. right? Uh, like, like th- it could be easily paired, even if it nece- wasn't necessarily related. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. there's examples of that. Um, I mean, just with one of the, like, uh, like nine eleven. There's a bunch of those, like that the guy had some insurance policy on it, like, or he had just got an insurance policy on the building and. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of ways. Like, okay, that would be convenient to, to blow up the place. Yeah. So, the, I mean, without getting into much detail about that, just as an example of how motives or how some things happen, and it's easy to put them together. If and who knows if that's even true, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio just wants to come out with a bunch more. No, right it's now. just funny because <laughs> like I can hear your gestures. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, that's good. I, I consider that a good thing. You're you're our uh, our first very um, gesturing guest. Hmm. What? Okay. Okay. Aaron's doing something in the background again. Oh. Just, just ignore me. Oh, sorry. Just ignore me. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> all right. Back to the topic. Back to the topic. Uh, so let's talk about conspiracies with Paw Jovi. Uh, oh, okay. That's that's good. Now, okay. Getting to the movie. yes, yes. Um, I became... wait, wait. Let's just start back. Okay. For people who are no idea about this topic. Okay. So, um, I became very interested within the last year or two, uh, in the Mexican Revolution, and um, one of the reasons that was because I have uh, family roots, direct uh, roots in that in that era, that time period where my family comes from. It was a a very important area to the Mexican Revolution. Pancho Villa is um, kind of a iconic character for Mexico. He was vilified. He, he was basically, and you know, if I could sum it up, he was basically a criminal that. Um, later had political <clears throat> inclinations and was able to act, do something about that. So he went from cl- uh, criminal to political figure to even president. And um, that was because he was connected to the people. And he was kind of like a Robin Hood. He would steal, uh, you know, the legends, say, or what people. He would take away from the rich mm-hmm. and give to the poor. Sometimes he would he would take away from the rich, sometimes just for his campaign, mostly. Mm. Lots of his people, lots of his supporters were poor. And um, during that time in Mexico, uh, it was kind of like very extreme. Either you were rich and everybody was your laborer, your worker, or you were poor and you had no way. Like there was, it was, it was basically slavery. Mm-hmm. Just the, the system, it was rigged back then. You had no, there was no way out. You were going to be poor forever. There, Absolutely. So that's why people just said, you know what? And this is recording. Uh, like, if I'm not even, if I'm, this isn't a life. I'd rather die. So they f- they fought mm. to overthrow um, the current government. When the current government, what they were trying to do, they were trying to to industrialize the country to make investors come in. So, you know, if, if your country is um, company friendly, industry friendly, uh, your workers don't have that many rights. So you could just make a profit. Mm-hmm. So that, that led to investment, foreign investment. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> but eventually the people got tired of it. Mm. They got tired of it. There was a point that like 90% of the country was owned by foreigners. And 
so they were oppressed. So then Pancho Villa comes out. He's like, let's fight. Yeah, basically, um, there was a lot of other generals or, around that time. Um, the Mexican Revolution wasn't just um, something that um, it led one, by one person. It, well, during that time, the country was split into many pieces. Sometimes they fought together. Sometimes they fought against each other. Uh, but many times, most of the time, they fought against the government, the current government. But Pancho Villa, um, what could I say about him? He killed people in my family. And also, some people in my, on my other side of my family worked for him. Um, my great-grandma just passed away, and her grandfather uh, worked for him. Uh, it's an interesting story, because he was always... Um, he was... And, and again, lots of this is just um, oral history. But when he was a little kid, um, he would steal and stuff, because his family was poor. And he got to the point that the that he was kicked out of the town that he lived in um, because he got he was he was older already. So they wanted him to be accountable at that point. You know, if he's a little kid, OK, well, he's a kid. Let his let his mom, you know, discipline. him. But once he got older, uh, they they essentially he had to run away because he want they were going to prosecute him because he was he was doing now he was actually robbing. He, he was doing like robberies or, or, or stealing and. Uh, so my great, my great grandma's grandfather was, was a neighbor and I actually contributed, I, um, I was able to, to look up documents and found out that, that, that they were born in the same town. Mm. So he was older than him, but he felt bad for him because he, 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 to him, he was just a kid. So he went to the mountains, to a mountainous area, Pancho Villa, to run away, to avoid being to avoid justice, in my uh, I'm just gonna call my great great grandfather. Um, he went and would take him food. He would take him food. Later, um, when as the years passed, uh, Pancho Villa joined a basically a a, a band of uh, of bandits. He the leader eventually was arrested or killed, and he he took the lead. Then later, the president. The current president said, you know what? You have a lot of connections with people. You could turn your, you know, you, you know a lot of people. You could turn this into a movement. Kind of like our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Pancho exactly. Villa had a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that, no. No. So he, so eventually people just joined him and they, and they fought against the government. My great, great grandfather, he didn't um, fight. He was older. But he helped his, he, he kind of took care of the family. I don't know to what degree. I don't think he was very high ranking because he wasn't educated. Mm -hmm. Although Pancho Villa wasn't educated as well. But um, I think uh, from what I understand, he trusted him with his family. And although he had several families, but with his original family, he, they would move from town to town. My family is from further south, but they ended up further north because of all of this. So at what point did they cut Pancho Villa's brain out? Oh, man. I don't remember. But, um, yeah, his head was missing, like, later. They uh, they buried him, and later somebody went. It was the was the U.S. government wanted to study him. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that was very abrupt, too. Yeah. I, I was enjoying the story about him, and then you're like, oh, well, his head he was, is missing. Um, I'm like, okay, wow. The, neither the, the Mexican the government person. or the American government could take him down. He was just a stu like it was hard. He was very clever. 
he knew the he knew the deserts he knew the mountains like the way that no one did us invaded mexico mm-hmm. all uh, looking for him the first airplane mission was to get pancho villa they all crashed and died because there was no place to land <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of you kind of you know now it seems obvious but the yeah. first mission that they did for airplanes uh using airplanes um was to get Pancho Villa. And that's and I I I learned that several years ago and then I I continued to see that later. Um and the the US invaded Mexico with no permission. But Mexico let them cuz they wanted him to die. But um they couldn't get him because the people didn't want it's like they felt invaded, you know, they felt mm-hmm. violated by American presence. So some kids this is kind of on a tangent, but some kids killed some soldiers. They killed some soldiers, some little kids threw rocks at some soldiers, but they couldn't shoot back at the kids because the whole city would, mm-hmm. you know, go crazy. go crazy and take them out. Um, but <laughs> that's that's pretty insane. But the whole Pancho Villa thing, how I said it, 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 it comes back to how that, if that the reason that we eventually moved to a different part of Mexico was because of that, from what I understand. Um, and um, a- another thing is that on on my dad's side of the family and on my grandma's, my dad's mother, um, her uncle, her great uncle, was killed by Pancho Villa. He was rich. He would just go and say, hey, I need money. He would just go to little towns. Who has money? He had given him money before. He came around again. He said, you know what? Uh, I don't have money this time. He's not like, okay. All right, he told the soldiers, just burn this guy. Burn him alive. And, and the wife, I mean, she, she, uh, she went, she went inside, ran and got like a bowl full of, of gold and stuff. Cause back then, if you were rich, you were rich. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of gold and, and stuff hidden, gold and silver. She brought it out. To him and said, like, no, don't kill him. And he said, Pancho said, no, he said he doesn't have money. I'm going to believe him. Burn him. Wow. And he, they burn him. They kill him. Interesting. For, um, you know, his, oh, and then the little kid, the son, ran and, like, they were going to kill his dad. So they were like, he was like, no, don't kill him. And, he, and then Pancho Villa, from what they say, he said, burn him too. Little kid. Kill him. But one of the soldiers stepped up and he said, and he said, "You can't do that. He's a minor." And he said, "That's fine." I mean, they didn't kill him. And um, uh, later, part of that wealth, part of that wealth, ended up on um, on my grandma's side of the family. Um, one of the nieces of that guy that died uh, accumulated a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of it, um, and um, eventually, part of my family and inherited it and um the people that inherited it didn't that legally were supposed to take it didn't get it uh they just split amongst themselves um when that old lady uh the the niece died but uh, that's what i'm saying is that i'm very connected to it because i like history and i've been going into my family's history and my grandfather would talk to his grandfather mm-hmm. so i have these stories mm-hmm. Um, and I look like the things that I've been able to check on that we have documents and stuff 
that that I could see if how real or how accurate it is points it, it leaves it to to it being perhaps real. So um, anyway, that's that's Pancho Villa. For now, though, lots of people see him as um, until I think until the sixties or I'm not sure the date he was even vilified still. Mm-hmm. But then something happened in the Mexican government where they turned him into a hero. He was a criminal all this time. Then out of nowhere, they're like, okay, he's a hero now. We're going to do this monument for him and this and this and that. But um, now they see him as, um, I don't know, people get tattoos and stuff. Of Pancho Villa? Yeah. Yeah. Like, liber- like, I don't know if it's of a fight, of a revolution, as a symbol of a revolution. Uh-huh. You know, you have lots of people that have like Che Guevara um, or like, um, other types of tattoos that of people who started revolutions, revolutions yeah. yeah. So it's 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 just that. But he was he was brutal. There's no doubt about that. And he was at one point just a criminal. Uh-huh. But they gave him an, uh, political aspirations, and he did. But he also had some a good vision for the country to a certain extent. He wanted he built schools. He 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 didn't want to be president. He said he was president for a li- very little bit of time. Uh, during that time, he sent my great great grandfather money, and he knew that when that the, that 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 money was going to devalue because he was very it was very uh, the climate was very it was volatile, um, and uh, my grandfather didn't want it. He didn't care. Hmm. You know, he he was a simple guy. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's the story. I'm pretty sure it took more than ten minutes, but <laughs> no, that's, I've, I'm very interested in it. Um, and I don't think Aaron's really heard too much about Pancho Villa, have you? No, I, I haven't, no. But the U.S. wanted him. And, and you know what's funny is that um, he wasn't against the U.S. He liked the United States. He liked that the United States, the the, the economy it had, the, mm-hmm. he liked the ideals. But um, United States, uh, um, the ones who sold him the gunpowder, they, they sold him bad gunpowder, and he lost a lot of men. So and he came over here. That's when he came to Columbus, and and he did a massacre. Even though they killed more of his guys, uh-huh. I mean, he went to a military base. They had machine guns back then, you know. Um, but before that, they he, he he didn't have anything against the U.S. until but the U.S. wanted him dead. Yeah, I think it's funny to like hear about people like that because I'm just sitting on my couch eating a bag of chips, and at the, my age, someone else is like taking over some government or something. <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of funny to see the the differences between what people have done in the past as to now. Everything's a lot more passive. Yeah, in this area, I think, I mean, with Mexico though, you see now there's just a different type of war. Yeah. I don't know if it's if it's ever been really peaceful. Um, and, but that's what I'm saying is before, <coughs> like it seemed like we were talking about things were a little bit above board, and that's why people got so upset about it. Uh-huh. So now things are below the surface yeah and yeah. not so much apparent exactly i just think it's sad that so many people died um my on, on my my grandma's on the other side my grandma's grandfather died he was older he wasn't a young man he already had his family and they were coming from battle one day they had one but they were ambushed on the way back to their little town and he didn't make it he didn't come back he didn't make it. He didn't come back. Oh, so yeah. um, so my grandma tells me that uh, some some stories. Um, so yeah, I just think it's sad that like so many people died and like 
just shows you like there's these revolutions but only so much can be accomplished every time yeah. and like it seems like the things that are done are pulled back you know the next government doesn't see it as important because all those people that saw those deaths are gone mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's interesting um uh yeah so that's that's what it is interesting there's a there's a, i think at least one statue of him here oh really yes they wanted it removed <laughs> <laughs> yeah he killed my auntie <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's just yeah very now let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. <laughs> <laughs> you are horrible. Oh, it's a long time, you know, but... Well, I mean, it is an interesting story, interesting history, and it's interesting to hear from you how his story ties in with your family story, so... Yeah, a lot of people say that they worked with him and they knew him, and, like, um, and he probably did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know what's so funny, but just a random fact about him, um, because they say he was a rapist and this and that. Apparently, though, he wasn't. There was another guy with his name that was just a criminal with no political aspirations. But this guy, he had several families, but he would marry each of the women. So he had like 12 or 13 wives, mm-hmm. but he would marry them. <laughs> That's kind of there funny. There you go. Um, wow. And one of his, his main wife spoke English and lived in El Paso once everything was over. Like, oh. And she uh, she contacted my great my great great grandfather and said, "Hey, come live with me. Come and live with us, our family." But he was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm good." Mm. Wow. No, that was a good history lesson. Yeah, there you go. I liked it. Uh, that was good. <laughs> well done. Coming up next on the BBC. Right. <laughs> so now, all right, we talked about Pancho Villa. Let's talk a little bit more about you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your crazy stories. I have crazy. What stories. governments have you overthrown, Danny? <laughs> How many people have you killed? I wrote a bad review on Yelp any. one time. That was pretty crazy. He <laughs> <laughs> was what? I said I wrote a bad review on Yelp one time. That was pretty crazy. Oh That's my about God. as bad really? as it. For what? Huh? For what? Uh, what Ooh. I was just. It was a joke. I mean, I have written bad reviews. It was a McDonald's. Oh, uh, go figure. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like bored. So you just wrote wow. it, you made up a bad review. No, it actually was a pretty bad experience. What happened? Well, I'd like, uh, I don't want to talk about I that. I do. I want to hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happened? Tell us about this bad McDonald's experience. So I don't see how anyone. It's a long, cold day. Well, that was my throat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably stop drinking coffee while I'm doing it. Anyways, I was working a very long day, and it was cold, and the day was very long. Like Did I mentioned that long. it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely feel that it was long. And we were I was working for uh, one company cleaning windows. And so I was working with another kid who I was kind of, I guess, I was taking the lead on the job. He was helping out. So I was like, hey, we should go get some lunch before we go to this next job. So I go to the McDonald's on <laughs> I don't Speedway? care if you say where it's at. No way. <laughs> Anyways, I walked in and I was like, I forget what it, I don't even know what happened. It was something about like how they have those new terminals where you have to put the order in. Oh, so this was recent. <laughs> this was I'm last long, year. I'm thinking, this I'm was last this year. This was a long time ago. He's like, oh, <laughs> these new terminals <laughs> with Amazon Alexa built in. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh, would you like to use your previous order? And like, how long do you go? Like about five years. <laughs> oh, <Whoa. laughs> we just track your credit card information. Wow. It says you don't like pickles. I'm like, well, actually, I like pickles now. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. So, Danny, do you have any stories? Well, I his... got a McDonald's story, too. Okay. What's One time McDonald's we were in a hurry, and uh, Carl and I said, you know what? Let's just get a hot and spicy from McDonald's. Okay. We get it. Uh, she's eating it on the way. She opens it. There's no patty. Just two buns and lettuce. Oh, how disappointing. And, I, and there was no way we could go back. Why? Because we were in a hurry. We were, and, and we had to just. Where, yeah. were, where were you going? Um, I think we were going to. I'm sure eat. I could have waited. No, to go no. Back. I, wow. I, it was just. I want my dollar back. No, I would have went. I would have. <laughs> no, we went back I, later. And they didn't even like question it. Like, yeah, because they, they, they know. They know. No yeah. one's like, oh, I don't believe you. They're like, yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Kevin got hungry and ate your uh, patty while he was making it. Yeah. Um, crazy this stories. Be the first time we forgot the meat. Crazy stories. I'm trying to think right now, you know, which ones I could say on air. Like I said before, don't worry about it. If it's. Antonio will edit it out. I'm not going to do the extra <laughs> no, labor. No, no, no. He will edit to piece together some out. fabricated story. We're just going to take sound bites of you saying different uh, things and to create a story. No. Um, huh? Are you able to talk about the guy that tried stealing your car? Wow. Yes, that's a great one. I'm glad you mentioned that one. Okay, that one I can definitely say. So, um, it was a Sunday. And we had just bought a little piece of land, and we were going to go work on it, clean it up. And um, it was in the morning. Carla was going to – she was going to uh, go after after I – so I was going to leave first, and then she was going to leave. So um, I was about to leave the house when I saw this guy with a hoodie. I mean, I mean, you could tell he was shady. He was just kind of walking in circles around the street in uh, on the street. And I was like, well, that's not – that doesn't look – normal especially the street you live yeah especially the street i live on a dirt road like in the middle of nowhere nobody should be walking there first of all um and and i was like that's weird that's really weird so i decide to stay and i'm like you know i tell carla you know what um i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for you and i'm just waiting i'm outside and this guy starts approaching our property and he walks in, into it, into the yard. Okay, I'm like, I'm expecting him to greet me at least, or approach me, but he ignores me. And he walks straight to my car, and I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like, what are you doing? He's all like, Hi. I'm like, What are you? Or, or I, I think I just said like, Hey, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, I, I came for the car. I'm like, What? What are you talking about? He's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the car. And I walk up to him, and, and I'm like, okay, this guy's on drugs or out of it. And he's like, do you have the keys? Is it open? And I'm like, go ahead, look at it. I knew it was closed, and it was locked. And he goes, and he peeks. He peeks into it, and he tries opening it. And he looks again inside. You know, he has both of his hands. You know, trying to cover the light, too, for him to see clearly inside the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, just looking at him there. And, and he he asked me again. He asked me again, do you have the keys? And at this time, I'm like, at this time, I'm like, I'm just going to I'm just going to pl- go along with it. You know, I'm going to make up a story. And I said, oh, you know what? I don't have the keys. Um, this isn't my car. 
this is my this is my friend's car or no this is my relative's car and that's why i don't have the keys but it was really your car Yes, it was my car. <laughs> it was, it's my first car. Just making sure that's It was clear. my first car. No, 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 I'm no. joking. I'm joking. Oh, okay. Check this out. No, it gets more interesting. So I'm like, okay, this guy's in my property, all right? This random guy. And then he's all like, he, then he looks down. And then he looks up. And he looks at me straight in the eye. And he says, I'm that relative. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm sorry, you don't look anything like him. And he's, uh, yeah, it's my car. He said, and I'm like, you know what? We could call the cops. We could call the police, and they could tell us whose car it is. And he says, you know what? That would be a great idea. I'm and, glad he agreed. And then he's all, and then, then he tells me, I'm just telling you for your sake. You know, I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> at this point i'm like wow is this, like am i living in an alternate universe where i don't own this car where i'm like he was so so determined and, and so sure that like i doubted for like you know half a second that maybe i was crazy mm-hmm. you know that's what crazy people do and they wow you think you crazy and Why at you this at me <laughs> <laughs> And and at this point, (laughs) I'm just saying they were they were in this house that wasn't theirs, in front of the in front of the property, and across the street in this trailer, and they this girl comes out yelling at him, just cussing him out. You're gonna get us in trouble. They're gonna get to call the cops on us. This and that. Let's get out of here. And she was just crazy, going crazy at him. And then. He turns around and says, hey, 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 calm down. I'm having a conversation here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, very interesting conversation that we're having. And she just keeps on yelling. And then at this point, he starts yelling back. And then he eventually leaves. But um, he says, okay, I'll be back. Like, and I thought, this guy's on drugs. He's going to get off the high. He's going to come back to reality. And mm-hmm. forget about this, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, this was a Sunday. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> Come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. I, uh, I'm just going to leave. I, uh, I was going to leave the house around 11. I'm getting ready to leave. I open the door. And, I, no, I hear, I hear the neighbor's dog barking. And I open the door. And as soon as I open the door, literally inches away from the door, he's standing there, just staring off into space. That same guy on so, Tuesday. So you didn't look through. The, you don't have like a peephole or something. So you can nobody outside. knocked. I just happened to open the door. <laughs> Is that creepy or what? I still would have looked out first. Because when when there's dogs barking, it was just what like it, it just it, we just react differently. That's all. Because the first <laughs> no, I'm serious. Because on Sunday the police would have been called while he was you know while he started when he walked into the yard. We did call it. We reported it, but he left. You know, so it was. And um, I told Carla, um, I told her in Portuguese actually. Hey, mm-hmm. call the police. Mm-hmm. This guy's here, and um, and anyway, what language are you speaking to the guy in? I was it was Spanish and English. Okay. Um and But anyway, go ahead. Tuesday. So he, he's just standing right there, like in my face. 
I open the door. He's in my face. And I'm, I, I get, obviously I'm a little spooked, thrown off, but I'm actually angry as well. And I told, I told him, I was like, I told you, he said, I came for the car and I said, I'm sorry. I don't have time. And I slammed the door shut. I slammed the door. I called, I called the cops and I think I called Carla as well. Just to tell her she was, I don't know where she was at. She wasn't there. And, um, plot twist. It really was the relative. <laughs> no, he's not related. <laughs> He was also related to Pancho Villa. He was also related to Pancho Villa, <laughs> and he actually did own the car legally. Right. No, not yeah. even close. He was the original owner. He was claiming it was his sister's car later, and that, you know, it was Wait, crazy. So did the police come? Wait. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. When I, was short, when I was closing the door on him in that millisecond, I saw that the door, the car door, was already open. Oh. I had locked it. He already had a head start while well, I was I had showered. I was getting ready, you know. I, I didn't suspect it. Um, I hadn't seen him there. So and I I shut the door, like I said, I called the police and the police told me I mean the the dispatcher just said, you know what? Don't go out there. Like just wait till the police come. But they were far away. They didn't tell you that, did they? Yeah. Oh, they, they said told they're you. still a little bit away. They're a little ways. Um, just stay inside. Like and, how many and minutes? I, and it took them that time. They Every other time, they've been very quick. That time, it took them a, a while. Probably like, I mean, he had enough time to disassemble my steering wheel, all the accessories around it. Oh, wow. I recorded him. It was sad, but I was recording my car. I just saw parts flying out, you know, <laughs> and he was like with an ice pick trying to. Wow. He didn't know, though, but my car has a, a little chip, Locktronics chip. They used to use them as security back then. The car doesn't start with it on. Uh, that little chip is always in the car. But he didn't know that. So no, even if you turn the ignition, if you have the key, it doesn't turn on. Hmm. So he was just destroying it, my steering wheel around it, you know. Um, and I was recording it. And it was sad because I really wanted to get out there. And like I, I wasn't afraid of him, but he was on drugs most probably. People on drugs are dangerous. Mm-hmm. You could shoot them. Nothing else. like they'll continue. Mm-hmm. They're they're like superhuman basically. Yeah. They're on drugs. So, um, yeah. Aaron's like, yep, bye. I'm yep. Superman yep. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I just saw him destroy my car. Uh, Cops arrive. Plot twist. Cops arrive. They catch him inside the car. They already know what's going on. I had reported him before, right? So the cop arrives, and when the cop get there, they draw their guns on him oh. right away. And this guy pretends he has a gun. He could have died right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he he went like this, you know, like like if he was gonna get something from the back of uh-huh. his, you know, his waist area. Mm-hmm. And the cops fortunately weren't nervous that day because mm-hmm. they would have terminated him. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that gives them enough time for the cops to be like, kind of, oh, like kind of surprised. And then he runs, runs through the back and there's a flimsy fence in the back and you have to basically just jump and toss yourself over. There's a bunch of stuff, you know, like, you know, uh, cacti and 
and other sharp things. Oh, so you got to be willing to just sacrifice. <laughs> the officers yeah. ran, but they have more gear, so that fence doesn't support them. But mm-hmm. that guy was just some scrawny guy. He literally could just kind of sl- roll over it, mm-hmm. you know. And he runs to the desert, and they catch him on the other other side. They, they're looking at him. They know where he's at. They're seeing him from far, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get him. He he throws away his sweater as to appear differently. So that way they didn't, you know. He was oh, he he tries to be clever. He tries <laughs> he tries to become so yeah. They don't recognize you. They tr- he tries to become some guy just walking on the street, right? And he ends up on a main road. They try to get him. And he resists, and they tase him. Oh, man. They tase him, they get him, they lock him up, and he gets out, though, like, soon. I mean, like, he could, technically, he could be charged for, it was a, it was larceny, basically, right? And, but, uh, or, what is it? Um, Attempted theft. Attempted theft. No, but he he was damaged to property and damaged to property. It was several counts. No, I think the counts. You know, you know what this is called. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually very check your record. (laughs) (laughs) Check my record. Just look at your record. Antonio's uh, criminal record uh, just says uh, guilty of being awesome. (laughs) Unlikely. (laughs) Unlikely. Wrong, Wrong, Antonio. Wrong. Oh, oh, sorry. That's the one I get the bail from. No, Dude, but they that's crazy. but they end up not. I didn't file the paperwork on time, and they didn't make them pay restitution. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he, he did damage to my car. Um, now my car just turns on with anything. And you can literally just stick your finger in it. Wow! And it brr, turn right on. Hmm. He destroyed it. He destroyed it. It's the it's the, the Honda. Old, oh, I have the it. It's an older one. car. You still have it? I still have it. Oh, good I, to know. Did he? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Where next week. Where do you keep it at? <laughs> right. It has no battery right we'll now. We'll do sorry, the guys. next week's podcast. Grand Theft Auto. Right. <laughs> uh, next we'll time, we'll record the, the podcast in the Honda as we're driving there it down the street. Wow. <laughs> dude, dude, you can hear it. You know, hey, Aaron, do you want to stop at McDonald's? <laughs> no. Let's like go to Wendy's again. and get some chili. Finger food. <laughs> Finger food for Wendy's. Yeah, but that was crazy. That was craziness, and and um, the officer that was taking the report, he said, "I don't know how you didn't just go out there and just beat him up mm-hmm. bad." I would have. He said, "You know, mm-hmm. he's uh, he said you did the right thing, but it was and it was like, hard yeah, because because I I mean it, it's an old car, but it was it's my car, it's my property. And this guy yeah. just came and he started just taking it apart in front of me. My biggest thing is when he gets out." Wait, did he oh, he's already, out. Oh, he's, he's out. out. So has he ever? Have you ever seen? He him can't again? go back. Part of the, the, the thing that the judge told him was the I forgot the, when somebody's released, the terms of release, something like that. Um, he can't visit the the area again. Wow. So he can't even live there anymore. No, but no, no, he didn't live there. Oh, he was squatting the property in front. Oh. Got you. Okay. So, um, and um, I was going to go to the, I knew the property owner, mm-hmm. and it's sad, but I think it's her, su- her su- not the owner, I know a relative the owner, of the owner, and it's it was her son, I believe, and I was going to tell her, hey, because he did, they did damage to other neighbors as well. Mm-hmm. One neighbor shot at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he was coming. And he still kept doing it. Oh, he was a good impersonator. Let me tell you another story. He, uh. Before I think it was before this happened, um, he he went to my neighbor's house, and the next door neighbor, his next door neighbor, arrived, 
And he said, hey, what are you doing there? You know, who are you? Because he knows his neighbor. He has a good relationship with him. He's all like, oh, I live here. He's like, no, you don't. So-and-so lives there. He's all, that's me. (laughs) And so the guy had had come back. Just He had just come back from hunting. So he had his rifle in the truck. He comes out and he doesn't shoot at them. He shoots at the ground. Uh And the cops just come like that quickly. They're the only ones that have caused disturbances there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once before them and after them, it's been pretty calm. Hmm. And they're gone, fortunately. So it was just, they they didn't live there. They were just, they were living legally there, we could say. In the pro- they were invading pro- private property. Mm-hmm. So they took away that mobile home. They they took it, now it's just a piece of land. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, yeah. That is one crazy story. That, yeah, I mean. Agreed. I could have been in jail, you know, if I would have done something. Who knows, you know, the way things are. Oh, no, you would have been fine. No. <laughs> you would have been fine. You can do the podcast from prison. Right, exactly. <laughs> you would have been fine. We would have been doing yeah. this podcast from prison. You're like, hey guys, I didn't do anything. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, Danny. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> more details, please. Yeah, <laughs> this is good entertainment. Nice. Not for you, but for us. For us, <laughs> yes. So and now we're gonna talk about because last week we had Damien on okay. the podcast and he talked about being a mariachi and. All that fun stuff. And you, sir, are okay. also a mariachi. Yeah, what give us a quick, clear history of the guitarron. Okay. Let's talk about... I'm going to talk about the guitarron and the vihuela. The vihuela is the... We could say it's the small guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly a rhythm instrument from... It, uh, it's not used as... It's not really used to play melodies. Uh, although some very skilled players can play chords and, and use that as melodies. Mm-hmm. Um, but those instruments, because the mariachi, the modern mariachi has a trumpet, has a violin, or several of the, those, um, but it has a guitar and two other instruments that are native to mariachi. When I say that, it's because those instruments, um, were born in Mexico, we could say. Uh, the Spaniards had their instruments, and they came, and they would play religious music most of the time. <laughs> Are you going to laugh? Huh? <laughs> no, I'm just, just I asked about faith. the guitarro, and somehow we ended up in Spain. No, no, no. I, I, need, to, I need to bring that. <laughs> I, I need to start from, from where it comes from. Oh, okay. Um, so the Spanish had their instruments. The Indians, long story short. The Indians saw them, saw those instruments, and they're they like, their own. "They're like, let's see, let's adapt them to what we want them to sound like." Uh-huh. And then they came up with the vihuela, and and the we could say it's big brother, the guitarron, and um, it's basically the bass. It's the bass. It sounds. It's very full. The sound. Um. I I love it. I like I like the instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, I would say, it's almost like the heart of the maniachi. Because any you could have like an an orchestra could have a trumpet and a violin, you know, and a guitar. Mm-hmm. But those two instruments, the vihuela and the guitarron, give it the flavor. Yeah, the, give the it the rhythm. Give it the the full the fullness of sound. And um, I think that obviously it's it's a group. Mm-hmm. You need all of the instruments. But I think what gives it the flavor and the diff the different. Uh, different feel are those instruments, mm-hmm. those two. 
That's what I thought was interesting because whenever I, I really can't play it, and I generally like to try new instruments, but this one was just pressing down, very difficult. Not having frets really threw me off because I have not played an instrument where I didn't know exactly where to mm-hmm. push down for the notes. Um, so I just thought it was really interesting that, and uh, Danny just by chance uh, happened, he just happened to have it in his car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just go, I don't go. I can't go anywhere without it <laughs> ever since I started playing it. So can we get a, a quick sample then? Yeah, I can I can play something. Let me let me get it. Some songs have uh, somebody actually sounds involved the guitar a bit more, mm-hmm. but um, as in they do more than just the kind of the contrabass. Um, but yeah, I I, I really enjoy playing. Really interesting I really too. enjoy playing. It's different um, for me. It was very hard to adjust to the mentality of not always playing in unison with or on the same beat. Yeah, which is why it's hard to do relampago because I'm playing one like. Yeah, sway. Yeah, and, and there's a little part that I, I I played. I think incorrectly because I think I was supposed to play, um, bef- right before you play. It's like dun 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 dun. It's like, it's kind of like awesome. the you're the reaction to me playing. There's a lot of call and response in mariachi mm-hmm. with the instruments, um. So uh, it's definitely something different. That's the hardest part because I've I've played violin, I've played guitar, and you're always you're supposed to play with everybody else to a certain extent you're not supposed to be off like a little it's not that you're off it's just you're filling in mm-hmm. interesting so Rocks. before we uh before we go we wanted you to play a song on guitar last week damien played Ooh, i don't know if i could pull anything off but i could try yeah man come on oh i forgot to mention daniel rojo is an established singer songwriter from tucson arizona <laughs> <laughs> 
writes parodies of his friends' lives. That is true. I like to write uh, what we call in Spanish corridos. But I make <laughs> they're roasts. I roast people. That's what I use it for. Um, some of them are pretty cool. Um, I like to get other guitars to play them because uh, the the style that they're usually played in, I'm not that good at. Um, at least not yet. Um, and but it's cool when you when you write something and you hear somebody else play it. That's like, I don't know, it's a good feeling. And when somebody else is at least willing to do it, that to me that matters a lot. So um, let me see if I could play something on on the guitar. I'll probably just do some little melody or something. Okay, let's see. Or you can play like, is there a song you like to sing, play to? Uh, lately. I, I've kind of stuck to the guitar on lately, so I, um, slacking, man. You're slacking. I'm slacking on the guitar. I have to. I have to continue the guitar skills. I go back and forth. <laughs> but let's see what I could come up with. Can you put your mic down there for the? the this one. That'll pick it up. Back. Uh, you think it'll pick it up? All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let me see what I could come up with. In any language you want. All right. I'm not sure. I don't know if I'm gonna sing. That that's the intro to a song that I wrote uh, for my wife that when we were dating, and Aww. I <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just I don't know I like I like the melody as well yeah and uh, I'll sing a little part of it let's see ask you if you sing a song I'm sorry if I kept you long. Cause I love to hear your voice My heart gives me no other choice The inside of her ring actually has some of the lyrics. Oh, oh wow. Anyway, so, oh, wow. Um, back, I think I was a bit more romantic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Years ago. Huh? Years ago. No, I, I mean, you still try. Mm. Sorry. 
Oh, yeah. man, dude, you just broke it. No, so sorry. No, Aaron did not want to. Aaron has fine. a knack for destroying personal okay. objects. I do. <laughs> no, it's Especially okay. if it doesn't belong to me. It's okay. Let me just hold it, <laughs> but it's okay. Game. Like, I'm don't sorry. touch it ever again, but it's <laughs> yeah, okay. It's okay. Right? <laughs> don't I'm, even look at it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, well, don't feel bad. Well, Go ahead. Danny, thank you for visiting us this week. Um, we talk about a lot, and we appreciate it. No, thank you for thank listening Thank you for sharing your talents with us, too. Oh, well, no, I, I'm honored to be invited, so I appreciate it. Cool, we charge 50 bucks now. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Well, I'm exactly. glad I, I entered before the $50. Before the $50. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to be charged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Okay. No, I it was nice. It was nice. Well, thank you for. We'll have to do it again. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll have you back. Season two. <laughs> Season <laughs> two. Good. Where Danny Scar actually gets stolen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your host, Antino and AO. Uh, next week, tune in as we talk to, who's our guest? Tyson. Tyson Torres. I have no idea what we're going to talk to him about because Aaron is the one coming up with the script for this one. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. Have a great week.